Welcome to the Auburn UMC Clergy Conversations podcast. Each week, our pastors take an in-depth look at Scripture and preview their message for Sunday morning services. We're glad you joined us. For more information about Auburn UMC, please visit our website at aumc.net. Welcome. We're so glad you're joining us today. I'm Corey. Um, Charles. Kelly. I said your name for you. you can... That's quite all right. <laughs> We're glad y'all are with us today, and we're grateful uh, for this second Sunday of October that is coming up. We're reading our um, epistle reading for this Sunday, which comes from Hebrews chapter 4, 12 through 16. And as we get ready uh, to just dive into that, um, we hope everybody's had a good week. and Stay dry. Staying dry. Um, We had the best pet blessing Sunday, Mm -hmm. last Sunday. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. The best thing, the funniest thing that I thought happened in that, we had 30 or 40 dogs out on the lawn, and we started singing, all things bright and beautiful, all creatures great and small, and the dogs howled. And it was like a moment of hallelujah. Remember that? No, no, I know, bad joke, but it was true. Remember? They were true. Joining in. Yes, it was great. And so we had a good time. Um, This Sunday is Children's Sabbath, and we are celebrating our children. They're going to be taking part in all of our uh, worship services, and we're going to Mm -hmm. pass out second-grade Bibles and and bags for our kindergartners. It's an exciting time for our Mm -hmm. children's ministry as our second-graders get their very first Bible of Mm -hmm. their own, like the full thing, not the picture version. And we're giving these awesome worship kits for our kindergartners so that they can start to build these beautiful, wonderful, faithful habits of learning how to be in worship and how to participate in worship. And also, it's just going to be really cute. I think it's going to be great. <laughs> I know. And to hear when when we have it where, where our children are going to pray, mm-hmm. they've even written their own version of the um, Lord's Prayer, mm-hmm. or, yeah. which is going to be extra special. Mm -hmm. So we're grateful for y'all joining us. And as we gather and read our scriptures for this Sunday, we invite um, um, Kelly. Can Mm -hmm. you pray? Yes, I'd love to. Great. Holy God, we are thankful for the gift of your word um, that we not only celebrate this day, but we look forward to celebrating as we give that gift to our second graders. We ask this day that you would help us to hear your words in a new and a fresh way, that they would convict us and guide us and comfort us. Um, that they would make us faithful disciples who walk in the way that lead to light. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. So our scripture today starts off with this kind of invitation to think about um, how God's word is is really powerful. Mm-hmm. And we're going to read, Charles, can you read it for us? But before sure. we do, can, do you remember, <clears throat> do you remember your first Bible? I do, actually. Uh um, I kind of have, I guess, two that I've considered to be my first, but um, but one was actually um, somehow received, and I remember carrying it, but it was at Pepperell United Methodist Church just uh-huh. up the road here uh-huh. that when my father was getting his doctor degree, that's when I was born. And so wow. um, it's just a little white Bible uh-huh. with um, Pepperell um, Methodist Church there on the inside. And then, of course, I did get a Bible um, when I was in second or third grade. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember that well. I remember my sister and her friends getting it uh, a couple of years before I did. And yeah, and thinking that was a big deal. It was. Mm-hmm. I remember getting mine. I think I was in first grade. And mm-hmm. just that feeling of I'm holding something uh, 
it was like the first adult thing that I was given. You know what I mean? It's something mm -hmm. I knew there was something yeah. really special about holding. Mine was a green King James version, and it had all the red words of Jesus in it, which mm. you know I knew the red words were important. You remember yours? <laughs> I think maybe we're not a very good sampling as all kids of you know Methodist <laughs> teachers. We all got our Bibles around the same time, sometime around first or second grade, and that's when I got mine. Um, but my dad was a United Methodist pastor in a small church in the North Georgia conference. Mm -hmm. And so I think I was the only child who was receiving a Bible on that Sunday, the Sunday that we did that. And I remind, remember mine was an NIV adventure Bible and the front was kind of like a little bit sparkly. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, adult, adult words and adult Bible, but sparkly on the front, best of both worlds. But it was my dad that gave me my first Bible. That's that's mm -hmm. really, and, yeah. and I, mean, I had never thought about that until you had asked it, and I was like, oh, well, I guess that is pretty cute. It is really cute. I had not remembered it until you helped me remember it. Well, so thanks. I think it's a good thing to for everybody. You know, when when did you first remember holding a Bible, and what did it feel like mean, or you yeah. know, even if you couldn't read it fully, you know, because yeah. I just mm -hmm. I just remember looking at the red words thinking. Something special about those. Seems important. Yeah, exactly. BC. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So our reading this morning comes from Hebrews chapter 4, verses 12 through 16. It says, Indeed, the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing until it divides the soul from the spirit, joints from marrow. It is able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And before him, no creature is hidden, but all are naked and laid bare to the eyes of the one whom we must render an account. Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, Son of God. Let us hold fast to our confession, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who in every respect has been tested as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Thank you, Charles. Um, Kelly, do you, I don't know if you have a different translation, or does yours have we any? We didn't plan well. We were reading well, from the I same have, translation Okay, today. I have the, just, I was just looking at the message, and there's some interesting nuances where mm -hmm. it basically says that God's Word is sharp as a surgeon's scalpel, cutting through everything, which... Every time I hear the first part of this passage, I feel, it feels rough. It feels it's, violent. It's, yeah. it's a bit much. It's yeah. strong. Yeah. yeah, the images that it brings out. Are... It is. I was really thinking, and um, and I did get to that point, without even looking at the message of reading about the, the surgeon's capital, uh, but this double-edged sword, I was thinking of like me with a machete out trying to get <laughs> the kudzu um, from coming yeah. in my yard, just chopping and just kind of kind of wild, but... Um, but the way that it's really presented is, as you said, just very precise and very, mm -hmm. um, very exact. And, and also, I came across an interesting point with that too: is that um, that so often that those instruments are so, so sharp um, that uh, that when they're really sharp, that they penetrate without us even realizing it. <laughs> and I thought about wow. God's grace in that way: that yeah. so sharp, so exact that uh, that it penetrates our hearts without us even. Before realize we it. realize that it's even mm -hmm. uh, there, I right. guess, right? Mm -hmm. Which is helpful. Yeah.
I, you know, that's so funny that you said that we've been working together too long. I, well, I guess maybe not because I thought you were going to say the opposite thing. That old uh, chef saying that a, a dull knife is more dangerous than a sharp one. That's what I, that's what I was thinking. You were just thinking the opposite of it. Mm -hmm. And maybe there's some wisdom to that. A dull mm -hmm. knife is uh, much more dangerous than a sharp one. Mm -hmm. I wonder if there's some wisdom to that in our own lives, whether we're really steeping our lives in scripture. If uh, Maybe that's a little more helpful than if we're only partially steeped in scripture. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so so <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm tracking. I'm thinking with you here. Mm -hmm. So I so <laughs> if you so if you if you just if you just don't if you're not careful if yes. you're not if you're not living in the word, it's almost dangerous. It would be you're that just... dull knife. <laughs> mm -hmm. I have never thought of sometimes it, like that. it takes a team effort for me to formulate <laughs> one thought. No, Thank you. <laughs> that's what I love about our conversations. Yeah. Is, is it, it is a it, we're we're all helping each other here, and right. it's a good thing. <laughs> I think about how. Um, um, I was talking to um, Chris Kelsey earlier about the idea of pruning. Yeah. Uh, you know, remember when you read, uh, like when Jesus, in the red words, by the way, John mm -hmm. 15, um, talks about how, you know, the Father prunes mm -hmm. every branch so that it can bear more fruit. Yeah. That when we read scripture, there are parts of uh, there. It's a meaningful cut. It's mm -hmm. a strategic cut. It's um, it's not something that is done haphazardly. It's like when when we feel like, We've read something in Scripture and it's touched us or opened us up, as it says in some ways. Yeah. It's like surgery. It does. It's not there to hurt us or harm. It's, it may hurt, but it's not there to harm. Yeah, that's exactly that line of thinking. What I was thinking as Charles, you read verse sixteen. Mm -hmm. Let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That sometimes that cutting um, that you're talking mm -hmm. about is. Uh, an act of grace and is an act of mercy, which is kind yeah. of, you know, flips the idea of what we might think of mercy on our head, you know, yeah, on its head. Yeah. yeah. What, what thoughts are running through your mind? Uh, I think a couple of different things, um, kind of with, to tag on with verse 16 there, uh, that we approach the throne of grace stands out, of course, boldness mm -hmm. and, and receiving mercy. And I was thinking I was watching a, a football game this weekend, and, and I think it was uh, Tampa Bay, New England. Tom Brady returned to Foxborough yeah. there. Um, and towards the end, um, there was a, a penalty that was not called, but it was offsides. But it was so funny watching the replay that the offensive lineman who, who flinched, who did that, like you didn't have to watch to see if he did it because as soon as he did, his head went down. <laughs> And it was oh. like, it was caught, but they, it was not called. But yeah. all you had to do was like, see that head going down. Uh. And I thought about that with this passage, that we don't have to approach with our head down and, oh. um, you know, without, uh, you know, without knowing that there's mercy for, for each one of yeah. us yeah. Um, and grace. And that's why we can approach boldly, yeah. because of that grace and because of God's, God's mercy in that. It's not that we've done it all right or that we have not. Right. Um, mess things up in our own way, but because that mercy and grace of God is there. Yeah. I love thinking of how God is approachable, and that's really what the writer is saying, that God is so approachable. Um, yeah, you may feel like you've just been cut to the core, and, you're, and, you're, and you can't uh, figure out how to put and heal things, mm -hmm. and we can't on our own, obviously, but right. you can come to God just as you are. God is approachable and ready, yeah. And I hear the word empathy throughout this second half. Mm -hmm. The idea, you know, um, there's sympathy. Mm -hmm. And I've heard sympathy defined as, 
you see somebody down in your down in a hole and you say, Well, I hate you're down in that hole. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh, that gotta is, hurt. That's yeah. really not fun. Yeah, for that's you. terrible. Yeah. I hate that. But mm -hmm. empathy is actually getting in the hole <laughs> and helping somebody out. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Or, or, ladder, huh? yeah, yeah. Helping or, or standing um, you know, the old um the wonderful Atticus Finch moment in To Kill a Mockingbird mm -hmm. when he says, you know, it's to mm -hmm. walk around in, in, in another's shoes. Mm -hmm. that, I, that's empathy, yeah. caring enough. And I hear that in this message that when we come to Christ, we come to one who has been there, has felt mm -hmm. our weaknesses, has felt what it's like to be broken and tested and experienced everything, all, but did not sin. So mm -hmm. I love how the Message Bible says, so let's walk right up to him and get what he is so ready to give. Yeah. Take the mercy and accept the help. And that's a beautiful and humbling and yeah. vulnerable moment to say, I'm, I need mercy. I need help. Um, so anyway, I love that. I love the yeah. thoughts of that and, and our passage for this week. Yeah, I was thinking too, we had talked over the past few days, uh, Reverend Mark Bethay, uh, who is mm -hmm. now the pastor at First Baptist Church Montgomery, actually spent his college years here and was our media tech for our Resonate Contemporary Worship Service. Mm -hmm. uh, I had to get him a Snuggie because he was so cold up there. So, <laughs> um, but just did an excellent job. But now, fast forward, you know, 10 or 12 years, he's a uh, senior minister at First Baptist Church uh, Montgomery, mm -hmm. which we know uh, was burned, that there was arsonist yeah. that... Yeah. Um, that so we've been following that and communicating with Mark um, but I love a post that Mark um, put out today of course there's been a lot of questions as to yeah. who and why and, and yeah. all these things and he said this he said I, I there's you know some misinformation in the news article he said I, I could include a link um, to that but instead I just want to point towards the cross and it was a picture of their cross in their sanctuary Wow um, and in, in other words, there's just so much talk, again, so much, so many questions, so many things. Um, and he was saying, instead of doing that, um, you know, I just want to point towards the cross. Mm -hmm. And I thought, um, you know, with these, these words and the high priest we have, how often maybe instead of um, trying to um, get into the, all the, the mess and all the gossip and all the things that go on, yeah. do we choose just to point to the cross? And, that's so good. Mm -hmm. Humbling, too, for our time, our, our world right now. For yeah. me, for all of us, it's mm -hmm. like, why get caught up in the muck and mire of things and, and live and move towards the cross? Yeah. I think about people today that are listening and, and mm -hmm. um, you know, all of us who are in community together, um, we all sometimes feel convicted or something, and, and, and the idea that we don't have to get it together, just come to Christ, yeah. who is ready to offer grace and mercy. So I'm grateful for y'all, and mm -hmm. we lift up prayers for our community and um, our world today that needs this kind of mercy and grace that comes from God. Can you pray for us, Charles, sure. as we lift up the needs of our community and, and one another? Okay. Yeah, let's pray together. Oh God, we are thankful for this time together. We are thankful for your word and um, or the way that it penetrates sometimes when we don't even realize it. Uh, the times that it directs us and steers us through your Holy Spirit um, in times of, of need. And God, we are grateful for our children this week as we celebrate uh, them in, in worship and all they mean to our church and all they mean to you. And God, we ask your blessings this week as we 
Uh, try to follow and walk in your ways, knowing that your mercy and grace is available to us. Help us to make that available to others. Uh, or knowing that we can always just approach you uh, as you approach us. As in your name we pray. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Clergy Conversations with Auburn United Methodist Church. Check back next week for our next episode. For more information about Auburn United Methodist Church, please visit our website at aumc.net.